Is that you? Oh, hey Z, how you doing? Good, fancy seeing you here. I know, it's been too long. What's been going on? Well, I just bought myself a PS5, very, very excited, finally. Oh wow, congratulations, we should grab a bite to celebrate. Well, I actually probably can't afford anything for the next five months. Acceptable company. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Wow, I like that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Made that one up on the spot. It was really good. He's a musical genius. Uh, let's go on to our first topic. Let's get straight into it. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to open it up with a big one. The new Spider-Man No Way Home mm. hit, and it... Is- far as I'm aware, it blew everyone's minds. It did. It did. It's it's kind of inflamed the internet. <laughs> Is that the right word? I've seen it. I, I know. I'm really <laughs> glad you have because <laughs> these conversations often go one way. So I'm glad to get your opinion as the everyman yes, to my... the layperson. To my super nerdy, geeky-ness. Yep. So I liked it a lot. A lot of people did, especially people who are into Marvel. You notice she hasn't said I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I enjoyed it. Okay, so let's let's just do a brief summary of the plot. Just talk about the movie a bit. Is it, and then are we, we'll... is it spoiler free or spoilers? Look, it's it's really hard to talk about this movie without spoilers. Okay, so let's just give. Let's the just warning. go spoilers. spoilers. It's, it's this is a spoiler warning. It's been out for three weeks now. If you haven't seen it, still get interested. your act together. Yeah, you know, you, you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but it's been out long enough. I think if it, you've lasted this long and you haven't been spoiled, you're doing a really good job because it's all over the internet anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all over Facebook. So we're just going to go full hog and just talk about the whole thing with, with spoilers intended. Okay. Um, so the basic plot of this one is at the end of the last movie, Peter Parker, his identity, he was revealed to the world um, that he was Spider-Man. And so it's ruined his life. He's, he, you know, he's been pulled in for the death of Mysterio. His friends have been rejected from the, the unis they want to get into. His aunt has been pulled in for questioning all these things you know it's affecting everybody just a lot of bad stuff so he goes to dr strange and asks him if he can somehow reverse what had happened so dr strange creates a magic spell to remove their memory everyone will forget that spider-man is peter parker yeah and while he's doing this peter's like whoa hang on what what about what about like my girlfriend like mj i I want her to know and and dr strange like okay sure let's just throw her in we'll do the spell another time and peter keeps like umming and ahhing oh i want my friend to know i want my aunt to know adding caveats to this yes and it's getting harder and harder for dr strange to keep this and contained and then it basically just explodes and oh shit breaks loose essentially and then it starts drawing in people from other alternate realities that know that peter parker is spider-man so we're getting people from the tommy mcguire movies we're getting people from the andrew garfield movies it's crazy now the biggest spoiler and again spoiler warning if you haven't seen it all this you can get from the trailer is that the other Spider-Men make an appearance in the movie. So Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are also pulled into Peter's world, reprising their roles as also Peter Parker, which I thought was really cool. Basically, they can send them all back to their old realities, but their fate is to die at Peter's hands if that was to happen. So our Peter, Tom Holland's Peter, decides he wants to try and fix them before sending them back. So hopefully they're, they're, they can go back to a better scenario where they're not just going to die. He can't just sign their death warrant, even though his own reality is at stake. It, it's good. I think it's a good plot. I think it's a very Spider-Man plot. The fact that he refuses to send them back to that fate, despite the fact that Doctor Strange is like, look, this is really screwed up. We need to fix this now or our reality is at stake. But Peter just won't make the decision to have the lesser of two evils. He's going to do what he thinks is right, which is a very Spider-Man trait. Generally, the movie was really good. Mm. I think. I really enjoyed it. Most people did. I really enjoyed it too. But can I just say, I'm coming from the angle of, I've only seen the Tobey Maguire movie, the original one, okay. and then straight into this one. 
one. So I had to gather Wait, so a lot even, of it. You haven't even seen the other Tom Holland movies. No, I haven't seen the Tom Holland ones. I haven't seen the Andrew Garfield ones. But I could gather what was happening by watching. Also, whenever I watch a movie, well, the first thing I do is Google it to see its rating on like Rotten Tomatoes to <laughs> see like if it's worth watching or not. I agree. I do too. The first thing I saw when I Googled it was Wikipedia cast Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. So I knew that that was coming without even knowing anything about the movie. I knew they were going to be in it. Okay. Like I said, this this spoiler has been... Well, look, it was great up until the point of release. They did a really good job hiding it. Mm. And then when the movie was released as a whole and the internet got hold of it, there's, there was no keeping a lid on it. It was just everywhere. When I watched it in the cinema, when Tommy Maguire and Andrew Garfield came on, the cinema actually like yelled and clapped. So did mine, so did mine. And it was so cool. I love that sort of like interaction from a crowd in a movie. It doesn't happen very often. I couldn't even hear the movie anymore. There was like, (laughs) everyone was like yelling and cheering. It was great. It was, there was so much atmosphere and excitement. It was, it was just a fun movie going experience. And the fact that it all came together so well, I think whoever wrote this movie definitely deserves a kudos. They did such a good job of considering all the things they had to juggle and all the, none of the other Spider-Men were overshadowed by any of them. They had their moments, but mm-hmm. it was still Tom Holland's movie. And not to mention Tom Holland was great in it too. He, he had to deal with some real heavy shit, you know, some real serious stuff. Aunt May, again, spoilers, Aunt May dies. Um, Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, who's also brilliant in this movie, kills her. And, you know, his life is just torn apart. And even at the end of the movie, everybody in his life that knew him has to forget so who he is yeah who he is so mj his friends even happy and dr strange literally everybody that knew him not only that he was spider-man but knew him as a person forgot about him Mm. something i'm not clear on is as far as i knew without watching the movies i thought it was the same spider-man and just different actors no so it was clear the whole time that these different actors playing spider-man were different spider-men yes they're, they're not meant to be in the same universe at all Think of it the same way as the George Clooney Batman from Batman and Robin and the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. No, no haven't seen the, it. What? Any of it? I've seen Dark Knight Rises. Dark, okay, but but they're not meant to be the same Batman continuity. Okay, right, it's but the it's same, the same superhero. It's the same character. Same character, but it's not meant to be a continuation of the story. It's, it's not the same canon. Okay, but is it clear that this Spider-Man's experiences are different to the other Spider-Man's experiences? For instance, becoming Spider-Man. They all became Spider-Man in different ways? Uh, I, I don't it, understand. It's basically the same origin story. Same origin story. So, so yes. I Okay, so, so first and foremost, they're not in any way related in the sense that Tobey Maguire's Aunt May is this old lady. Yes. And Tom Holland's Aunt May was a young hot Italian lady. Yes. Right. It's, it's the same characters, but they're not at all meant to be the same in the universe. And because these are based on comic books, obviously. Yeah. So the comic book has three different versions as well, or it's one and they've got three different adaptations of the one. The comic books, honestly, probably have more than three versions of Spider-Man. Interesting. There's many, many versions of every superhero. Interesting. But there is always a mainline continuity in the comics. It's the same, but I guess you could call it a reboot. Okay. In, in, in a sense. Or 
like sort of or Jacqueline Phoenix playing the Joker. Joaquin. What? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> playing the Joker, but he's not. He's not the same Joker that Jack Nicholson played. He's not the same Joker that Heath Ledger played. Okay. It's just he's all. He's playing the character in its own little bubble. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I don't like it, but I'll accept it. For for comic books, it's a pretty common thing. They they reboot things. They they have big events that reset the timelines because comics have been going around since like the 40s, 50s, 60s, and they've overcomplicated the stories. I have another question for you. Go ahead. Um, there's a particular scene in No Way Home where the friend's grandmother is an old Filipino lady yeah. and she's speaking Tagalog, which is the main dialect in the Philippines. And yes. she's going on and on. I can understand the language, so I could understand what she was saying. But I thought, geez, this lady's talking for a long time for the majority of people not to understand what she's saying and no subtitles. As a non-Tagalog speaking person, was that annoying for you? Was that like, oh, this is going on for a while? No, because that was a joke. Yeah. And, and I think she was just... But you don't know that leading up to it. You have no idea what she's saying. No, I didn't. The joke itself isn't what she's saying. It's just the fact that she's some old lady and Spider-Man are coming through portals in her house and she's asking him to get cobwebs down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the funny is just how she reacts. Like, she's just an old lady, like, mumbling to herself. So you've gone, from a, you've gone from a question about different continuities and multiverses of Spider-Man to whether I was pissed off that... <laughs> A Priorities. Filipi- that a Filipino woman didn't have <laughs> subtitles. They were your two biggest questions coming away from this movie. They were, they were. I think they balanced a lot very well, considering there were Willem Dafoe and Jamie Foxx and all these other people. They were all really good. Jamie Foxx was just playing Jamie Foxx. He's, he was very different in his movie uh, as an extra. But Willem Dafoe was really good. He was. He was. Scary. Yeah, he was scary. He, so, he was in the original one that I watched, right? He was in the very first Yeah, yeah, that Spider-Man. was scary as well. He's got like real proper crazy eyes. Yeah, it was great. Look, it was it was a great movie. I've heard it described as the end game of Spider-Man movies, and it, it kind of is. It's very similar in plot to Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse was a, a movie that came out a few years ago, and it had a similar sort of plot. They had other alternate versions of Spider-Man brought into... That's a very, very good movie, and it reminded me a lot of this one. I think they both pulled it off pretty well. Is there another Spider-Man coming up, or is it known that this is the last one? I honestly have no idea. Okay. So I don't know if they're just going to leave it at that, which isn't a bad place to leave it, or if, if they're going to keep going with it. I, I have no idea. Nothing's being announced as far as I know. But it'll be hard to beat, even if it does. Still will look up for one more, for sure. I mean, money talks, exactly, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, overall, very, very good movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you did too. I also enjoyed it. That's... Not mind blown, but I enjoyed it. My mind was pretty blown. Mm. So Matt, I recently moved house. Yeah, you did. A long time coming. Very happy. Thank you very much. I'm very happy as well. But let me tell you, moving is the actual worst. Agreed. It is. So much. I feel like if you're going to move, you need to take a month off to just focus on the move. <laughs> There's so much you need to do that to you don't think about. Plan, because it always takes you longer and it's more complicated than you think it'll be. Yeah. You're like, I'll rent a ute. It'll take me one or two trips tops and it takes you a week. I moved with no car. What? <laughs> did you take stuff on the bus? I took stuff on a train in the luggage. What? How do you? Do you have furniture? Yeah, and then I and then I hired Air Tasker Removalist, which I'd love to talk to you about. Oh. The um, experience of hiring removalist from Air because I wanted to get a real removalist, but they were so expensive for what I had. I had like not that many things to move, like a bed and a desk. Is it because they they charge per like load? They per charge per load? hour, and it's minimum two hours, for instance. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna pay three hundred and fifty, four hundred dollars for moving a couple of things ten minutes away. Yep. 
Fair, fair, fair. Especially when you can catch a train with a disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just overall, I hate moving. I realize there's so much to organize. Did you know you have to organize electricity and gas before you move into the place? Yeah, you have to You have to set up your internet. You have to set up everything. Yeah, well, I didn't realize. There's all that stuff to do. And then there's the actual move. So much like little things you don't think about that you have. Mm. I was like, oh, I'll do this in like two, three trips. So many trips. Three <laughs> weeks worth of trips for so like many one train room. Trips. Yeah. Well, lucky I did have people help me with their cars, but I don't have a car myself. So it was a lot of, hey, who wants to help me? <laughs> I know. Nobody wants to, but everyone feels obligated to. I guess the main driver for the move was that I realized, which touches on a conversation that we had a while ago, that I am not suited for housemate shared living mm. spaces. Yep. I'm definitely more suited to living alone. I decided to live with a housemate because I thought the money saving aspect would outweigh the, the, the everything else that goes Yeah, it. but it really, really doesn't. No, I don't think it would. Yeah. It was it was something. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think there's the price you pay for having your own space is well worth it. And now it's a lesson you've learned as well. <laughs> <laughs> lesson learned the hard way. So how much air tasking do you do generally? No, it's my first task okay. that I posted. Okay, because I never use air tasker. I know it's... you basically tell them what you want done. You go into a big S- chat room. And it's no, like... no, no, no. It's like a, it's like an ad. You post an ad. So I want someone to help me move from this suburb to this suburb, and you need to move these items, and this is how much I'm going to pay you. And then other people who want to respond to it, who want to complete that task, come to you with a price and any other additional information, like, oh, hey, I have a unit. I have a Van, blah blah blah. How many people responded? Like only two people had responded within that same day, but I just took the, the second person. Yeah, I didn't, didn't wait to around. see. Not really. I was just over it. I just wanted to get out. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I the reason I picked the one that I went with is because they had really good reviews. Because you leave reviews after your task is complete, so you can see their history and verify that they're a reliable removalist, right? Sure. And this person um, had really great reviews, so I picked them. And then when they got there, two old frail weak men and like i don't have that much stuff my stuff is not heavy but they were struggling they were struggle town big time so where the reviews come from so i was thinking as they were doing it i'm like how do these guys have such good reviews like what is going on because (laughs) what i thought would take 90 minutes in total took like three and a half to four hours and it's only a 10 minute drive between the suburbs why does this keep happening to you (laughs) why why is your life full of the weirdest situations (laughs) anyone else would have air tossed a removalist and a buff guy rocked up I went, one I went El Cheapo though. I, I <laughs> low-balled my price. So I'm like, how do these guys have good reviews? I don't get it. They're actually a bit crap. And then <laughs> um, he was like, oh, hey, doll, can you do me a favor while we load the truck and get me a coffee? And he's like pulling out his wallet to like pretend to look for his card and like ruffling around looking for his card. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll get it for you. <sighs> Just annoying stuff like that. I had to buy him a coffee. He was doing a crap job and I had to... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was doing a crap job because he had no coffee. Did he perk up afterwards? (laughs) Did he run up and down the stairs with... (laughs) The thing is, I didn't even have stairs. I had lifts at both locations. Did they also take the train? (laughs) (laughs) 
So at the end of it, I realized how they got good reviews. At the end of it, when it all had been said and done, he's like, so have you used Airtasker before? I'm like, oh no, this is my first time. He's like, oh, well, how it works is you leave a review at the end. See, I'll leave you a review. And he like typed out my whole review to be like, you know, wonderful client, really helpful, always willing to bought, lend a hand. Bought me a coffee. Yeah. And then he was like looking over my shoulder so that I would write a review in front of him. Whoa. I know. Thing. I didn't give a glowing review. I was just like, thanks, guys. <laughs> he's watching. He's watching over the shoulder and you just put three out of five stars. <laughs> it's it was awkward. I had to I had to reciprocate. Too old, too, <laughs> too old and cheap. <laughs> Really old and weak, but also affordable. Can't, That's what I would have written. pay for coffee. <laughs> yeah. I wish. I wish I could go back because I feel bad for the f- next person that hires them. You know? I'm adding to the problem. It was really bad. That's ridiculous. It was really bad. Um, And yeah, I guess the reason I moved was just, I don't know. Okay, I'll say some housemate antics. And you tell me if you think, oh, I could live with that, or is that enough reason to move on? Okay. So, first one is when you walk into the place, it smells really, really pungent weed smell. That's, yep, yeah, no, that's a no for me. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> okay. Um, we had these dogs, right? Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you talking about the meat rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. I've told you the story. You've okay. told me the story. Like, right, tell, so tell, tell everybody. The title of the story is called Meat Rug. Meat Rug. You heard that correctly. You heard it correctly. It's, <laughs> it shouldn't be words that go together, but it is. <laughs> and every morning before the housemate would go to work, they'd heat up this meat in the air fryer, like really pungent meat. <laughs> As he's leaving, throws the meat. Onto the rug, it's like the so rug bad. in front of the couch. It's like a shaggy rug. It's shaggy it? rug. Oh. And then the dogs would like rah, rah, onto the rug and like spread oh. and rub the meat. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, into the meat rug. And then <laughs> visible. <laughs> Wait, before I go on with this story, let me just caveat this with the fact that I was so uncomfortable. I like stayed in my room the whole time. I stayed in my room and my own bathroom. I didn't go into the meat rug area. <laughs> <laughs> Unless absolutely necessary. You didn't so, go into the meat rug zone. <laughs> no. And so from where the meat was on the rug, visible like fruit flies hovering. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely a no for me. That's great. Like, like who, no. thought, who thought that was a good idea? It's <laughs> so dumb. Did you not have any normal floor or food bowl he no, could yeah, use? No, yeah, it was all floorboards. But he chose the rug. The rug. That is so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> um, oh, I'd be so embarrassed. I-, I never had anyone over. No, I don't blame you. They were like, "Oh, you can invite your family over to the place." Like, yeah, no. As oh, soon as they walk, you. they'd throw up. As soon as they walk <laughs> past the meat rug, if you invited if you invited a guy over, he'd be turned off instantly. You couldn't do it. Oh my god! Um, if because... I came over to someone's place and they had a meat rug, <laughs> just, I'd be trying to get out of there as soon as possible. Okay, that's that's <laughs> okay. Good. So I'm not overreacting, right? No, the meat rug's really gross. Okay, 
the smell of weed, I, I, I get it. But the meat rock is just, that's really, that's really screwed up. Another one they did was they had this idea. I don't know why. They were like, oh, I'm going to buy these appliances that we already have, just additional appliances to sell, right? So I'm going to buy it for a cheap price and then sell it on to make a hundred bucks. Are talking about like microwaves and blenders? No, no, we're talking about fridges, washing machines, big appliances. <laughs> so in the place, in the place, we had both. White goods in like the middle of the hallway. So he goes to Bing Lee, buys 50 fridges, stores them in his house, and sells them for profit. No, I think the idea is to buy them off like Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree, where if he sees a good deal and thinks he can make money out of it. Except for the whole time I was there, he never actually sold the appliances. So we just it, had an abundance of boxed white goods, like in random spots, <laughs> like next to the dining table in the hallway. It sounds like the pursuit of happiness <laughs> when he bought those microwave emitter things or the, the x-ray machines. Yeah. And he never sold them. And then he went homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's, that's... Couldn't he buy and sell something smaller? I don't what, know. What made him think white goods was the way to go? And like the effort of buying it, rolling it into the place, storing it there, then finding someone to buy it. Oh, I just... What's, what's I Tarzos too, too complicated yeah. from trading cards? There's... Other collectibles, there's other things. That's not a that's not a deal breaker for me. Oh, it's not. That's okay, just yeah. really strange. But you don't want to invite someone over to a place that has like random boxed. No, it doesn't look very professional. Who needs three fridges? <laughs> I know. Uh, last one I'll end on is the dogs would bark at any like sound, any like mm. beeping sound, right? So the intercom, for instance, if that would go off, they'd bark. So when we first moved in, the intercom went off for something and the dogs were barking and he's like pressing the buttons. He's like, I don't like this. The dogs can't bark. So he muted, he muted the intercom. And I was like... We need that. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> we need that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, so what's wrong with the dogs barking? Like, they'll bark and then they'll stop. And he's like, no, I don't want the dogs to bark at all. So I didn't know how to unmute it. He just it. opened it up and started pulling wires out of the thing. <laughs> so I had to walk 15 minutes to the post office every time I'd get a package, which was a lot <sighs> during COVID times. This is just making me, like, living with, especially a stranger, it's such a risk. It is a it's risk. It's such a risk. People are so odd and strange, and there's so many people that are weird to live with. <laughs> And have weird, like, little things, like... Little quirks. Yeah, there's some really bad ones, though. I think, you know, a lot of the time, you know, they like we talked about in the previous episode, like, having loud sex or having your boyfriend over or yeah. coming home late at night and waking you up. These are the normal roommate issues. Not meat rugs, <laughs> not not a, an assortment of collected white goods to sell <laughs> on the black market. These are, as usual, extra strange events that yeah. have occurred in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. Here we are. We found ourselves here again. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're out of there now. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was an experience. Did he did he give you a free microwave on the way out? No, he's the awkward thing because I like was so uncomfortable. I would like stay in my room and actively avoid. Did you just sneak out? I just snuck out. One day I was out of there. I know. He, you were paying rent to him? Yeah. So did you, did you just text him and just be like... No, I gave him a notice period. I'm still paying rent for until that notice date. Yeah. Um, But I just didn't say, hey, I'm leaving on this day. It was just like smoke bomb. Did he... <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think we should talk to him about the meat rug? I mean, let's do a role play here. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll be him. Okay. Hi, Kevin. Hey. So, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to have a chat. Um, I'm moving out, and I thought maybe you'd like to know some of the reasons why. Oh, I guess so. Uh, I just, didn't just think that... Just in case. That... Oh, there's issues, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> there's issues that need to be addressed. So... Just in case you get another roommate, perhaps there's things you could consider to make it more of a, a stable household experience for everybody involved. Uh, all right. For example, Kevin, <laughs> the meat rug. I understand you got to feed your dogs. Most people, <laughs> most, most people would feed them in a, a food bowl or an easily cleaned surface. <laughs> Kevin, my question to you, why the rug? The dogs love the rug. It's the, the... No, they don't love the rug, Kevin. Okay, they'll love food put wherever you choose to feed them. How is eating bits of mints of a rug, a, a fluffy woolen rug, beneficial to them? They gotta, they gotta lick it off the fibers of this carpet. How is that benefiting them? How is that an, an enjoyable experience? Oh, it's just easy. It's just the rug's on the way out, you know? Just so is the floor, it. Kevin. Literally anywhere else in the house is on the way out. You weirdo. Oh. How'd that go? I can't see myself executing it in that way, but I mean, it was very direct. Yes or no? I just, I'd rather sneak out and just pretend it never happened. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same. <laughs> well, thanks for the fun stories. No worries. They'll keep coming. I'm <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> So, Z, um, just an odd, odd little topic I've got here. So, as you're scrolling through Facebook and you get targeted ads, for whatever reason, one popped up for me the other day, and it was this service called Cameo. Mm, yeah, I know it. And what it is, is you can pay a certain amount of money, and it'll get a celebrity to record a message for you. Mm, a customized, tailored message Cust for yeah. your needs. Exactly. So, if it's someone's birthday party and they're a big fan of the celebrity you pay her whatever the celebrity's worth um and they'll record a message yeah a-list celebrities are like well not you won't even get an a-list one on there no. but like c-list are really expensive like hundreds and hundreds of dollars mm. and then you can get like a z-grade australian reality tv show for yeah. like 50 bucks yeah most of the people were in that sort of category i think the biggest stars i saw were game of thrones extras or like maybe minor game of thrones characters mm -hmm. i believe they did have a few big stars on them but the prices were like ridiculous mm. i'm talking like thousands of dollars mm. more so i've not used it i've heard of people that have used the service i don't know how i'd feel about receiving a, a minute clip from actually you know what hugh jackman <laughs> you would wet your pants you would go on and on about that i would never hear the end of it you'd you, play it it's how, your ringtone you read my mind how did you know <laughs> I was literally in the middle of saying, I don't know how I'd feel. And I thought about Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. And instantly I changed my mind. Yeah, I think it, it's tailored to super fans. However, I have experience with Cameo. <laughs> yes. And I used it for the opposite reason. So I had a friend who hated, hated this one particular character on this reality TV show. It was The Bachelor. Oh. And she's like, oh, they're so annoying. Everything he says. And so he was on Cameo and I hired him to send her message but pretending that she was a big fan of him just to annoy her just to say like oh I heard you're a big fan and it would like it would fuel her rage even more the fact that he thought that she was a fan of his okay several mm. questions so how much did you pay for this okay wait there's a but to this experience okay sorry continue with the but so I did book it but when you book it they have seven days to respond otherwise you get your money back okay so he never responded I sent so many requests and I thought maybe it's because of the way that my name is written he didn't want to stuff up the pronunciation so like maybe there's 
selective about the ones that they choose to do. So I did a few different versions, but he just didn't, never responded. Oh, what a shame. I know, it was so annoying. Did it get to the point where you, do you just type up a message and he yeah. just reads it? Literally, this is what you need to say. It's kind of lame. Like, it's, it's lame that they can't even, like, improvise something. They can, they can. You don't have to write it word for word. It can be like, what do you want to do? Wish such and such a happy 40th birthday. Okay. And he loves puppies, so mention puppies. I think for a C or B list celebrity, even an A list celebrity, it's a nice, easy cash grab, isn't it? I don't know if you've seen any cameo examples, like are, snippets. Are they awful? Some celebrities actually do something good, but the majority are like lazy. Like, hey, Nick, happy birthday. Hope it's a good one for you. It's like a pre-recorded right. message and a, a completely different voice comes in going, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Nick. It's a very like stuck standard hallmark message type thing. Mm. Is this a is this a recent thing, you think? No, I booked mine over five years ago. It's been around. Oh shit, okay. Mm. I can see why some people will appreciate it as a gift, but it's not something that excites me for sure. Like I wouldn't care about a message from Hugh Jackman, but if he was on there, someone who knows you would think, oh, that's a great gift for Matt. Yeah, but I mean, then what? I, I get a, a video on my phone that I just, it gets lost somewhere in the ethos of my 10,000 videos on my phone. But like, that's like anything. I could give you a pair of socks and then it gets lost in your pile of socks. I, I have more videos on my phone than socks <laughs> in my sock drawer. But I, I see what you're saying. Just like any gift. If yeah. you put it somewhere special, it'll be somewhere special. Yeah, you. it's a novelty. Yeah, okay. Well, bit of fun. Yeah, might be a good gift idea if there's someone out there that you know who has a very niche. Sure, um, but set your expectations low because the caliber of, of, of celebrity on there is mediocre at best. <laughs> <laughs> So today's Acceptable or Not comes from Maggie in Sutherland. Maggie, thanks very much Thank for writing Thank you in. so much. So she's pregnant. Oh, and congratulations. <laughs> yes, congratulations. <laughs> and her husband has this tradition in his family, a naming tradition, where you have a kid and you name them the paternal grandmother or grandfather's first name as mm. its middle name. So let's say okay. the dad's name is Jacob, then the Jacob is the middle name of the Christopher kid. Jacob, so and so. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Example. Exactly. So Maggie doesn't particularly like the name of the paternal grandfather. And she's kind of in a pickle where she has to carry on this name tradition that she doesn't necessarily love, but it's tradition. It's like, you know, when there's like John Senior, John Junior, John the I Third. Was, I thought you were going to say it's going to be a junior thing. Mm. And juniors are really outdated these days. So mm, mm. I would have had strong opinions on that. But well, it could be anything. So I guess the acceptable or not here is not conforming to a naming tradition oh. that's been carried on throughout generations. That's a tricky one because, well, first of all, my dad has that exact tradition. Mm. So my dad's middle name is Mervyn. Okay. <laughs> because his father was named Mervyn. That obviously didn't pass down to us. It didn't, okay. So it does happen. <laughs> um, I think, first of all, let's talk about middle names because middle names aren't really used that often. Mm especially these days. Mm -hmm. But I barely ever use my middle name for anything. So I think the basic thing here is it's not going to hurt anybody. But the reason they're doing it is to please the older generation. Correct. Right, because they don't care. Or they have their own name they want to give the child. And the older generation are going to be disappointed if they don't adhere to that tradition. Yeah. But, I mean, it's your kid. I know, exactly. You know, if they want to get stuck up on that naming tradition, then that's something pretty stupid to be bothered by, I think. Maybe you can have 
conversation with the grandparents. I mean, these days when we're calling kids like Apple and Lemon and, you know, North and having a, a tradition like this is, it is old fashioned. I agree. I hate the idea of just doing something for the sake of tradition. Just because that's the way that something's always been done doesn't mean that it's a good idea. Mm. Like the whole wedding, throwing the bouquet at the wedding, right? Like, why? Why do you do that? You I don't like get the, it. You don't like that? Why? It's fun. What's fun about it? Hey, all single losers, come on over here so I can throw my old flowers at you and you yeah. can fight over the bouquet. Yeah. No. It's been fun. It's not it's fun. Been fun for the single it's embarrassing. People. It's embarrassing. I don't love tradition for the sake of tradition. Like, if you're doing something, it has to have purpose, I think. So just naming your kid. Like, okay, I know this person. His first name, I'm going to make up a name. Say it's Ned, right? Yeah. His dad's name's Ned. Him and his, like, three brothers, all their first names are Ned. And then what? the what? middle name, they what? all have different middle names. But they call each other the middle names. But their first names are all the same. If you're going to call each other by the middle name, just call them that name as the first name. So there's, like, three brothers that are all named Ned. Yes. Well, you know, Ned in quotation marks. And the dad's name's Ned. So this is a naming tradition, right? Dumb. Look, the power of tradition is that is the fact that it's been something that's passed on and continued for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to break that tradition. And you say you don't like doing things for tradition, but you could go as far as saying that having a wedding in a church. Not that you did, but <laughs> having a having a wedding ceremony is tradition. Like, how, where do you draw but a line? Still... Putting up a Christmas tree no, no, at no, Christmas no, but time. But there's, like, is... joy that comes from that. Oh, like, the lights on the Christmas tree, it makes me feel like it's Christmas. Oh, having yeah. a um, wedding ceremony, I can have all my friends and family together we can have a great time. You're, you're deciding, you're putting your own bias on it. Mm. What you enjoy, as what traditions you enjoy, what traditions you don't enjoy. Yeah, but this is obviously maybe, one maybe that Maggie, isn't enjoyed. Maybe Maggie really wants to call her children's middle names Ronald. Fine, but I guess the point of this question is the fact that she doesn't love the name, but she feels obligated to comply. What about with a, with your family, for example? If you all went and got a Christmas photo with Santa Claus every year. No mm. one really enjoys doing that, mm. but it, it's still tradition. I don't know. I think no one different. likes the Christmas photos. I think they do. Not I think even, they do not like Not even Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if you're doing a tradition, do it because you like it, not because you feel obligated. <sighs> yeah, look, obligation is a part of it, absolutely. But it's it wouldn't feel right if you weren't doing this tradition. <laughs> I think the main issue here is there's traditions that you go put into place mm. and then there's traditions that are bestowed upon you mm. by other people yes i think that's the issue that's the difference here and i get why that's something you may not want to partake in and for all intents and purposes you have every right not to i have a tradition where i you know at christmas time i drive around and look at christmas lights but that's fun for me yeah but for me it wouldn't be christmas if i wasn't doing that but if i had a tradition where i met up <laughs> with my family and and we sat in the dark for an hour of <laughs> contemplating our existence every Christmas. I don't know if I'd be keen to do it every year. But if that John tradition has been passed down for 20 generations, I don't know if I would... Be the one to break it. Yeah. But this is different than naming a child. It's just an hour of my time, for example. I think at the end of the day, it's your child. You have every right to break tradition. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's any need to carry on a naming tradition if it's not... Benefiting you. Yeah, it's just silly. If you can't think of a child's name, then go right ahead. There it is. You got it for you. Yeah, but if you'd prefer something else, then go with that thing. Go with your gut. And if they're truly your family and they love you, they'll understand. Yeah, so breaking naming traditions, acceptable. Acceptable. Alrighty. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Z. Thank you, me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, it was a fun episode. I enjoyed it a lot. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye.